I'm Stephanie Lugo, and this is the Market Authority Show. Hey, I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate nine-to-fiver turned top producing realtor and coach. It wasn't all that long ago that my husband and I quit our nine-to-fives to start our real estate business together with no experience in the industry, just a dream for a life with more freedom and flexibility and the chance to impact others along the way. But it wasn't always easy, and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how that we needed to build our dream business. Fast forward through lots of work, failed attempts, and lessons learned, and you'll see what we've built today, a business that offers us more freedom and income than we ever thought possible and changes the lives of others every day. I created the Market Authority Show to enlighten the path to becoming an authority in your market. I'm here to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from timeless principles and today's cutting edge strategies. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on. So let's dive in. This episode is brought to you by the Market Authority Academy. Big welcome to this week's newest members. We have Sarah Suki, Yvette Jimenez, and Mario Arnone. Super excited to welcome you into the program and cannot wait to celebrate all the successes that are sure to follow. The Market Authority Academy is a mentorship program available to real estate professionals who desire to grow their brand and business using the modern social media strategies and proven systems designed for maximum scalability. If that sounds like something you're into, head on over to the show notes to schedule a call with me to discover how the Market Authority Academy can help you triple your real estate business this year. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. I am so excited to spend some time with you today. And I am joined today by a new friend on the show, Shadi Bazzi. He, besides having a great name, also has a great story that begins with Shadi as a shy introvert selling homes in Detroit, Michigan, and evolves to living his best life in Orange County as a top listing agent coach and trainer. When it comes to the art of influence and the psychology of selling authentically, Shadi really knows what he talks about. He's been on over 30,000 coaching calls and has worked with some of the biggest names in the business. And by the end of this conversation, you're going to learn a lot. You're going to learn the art of influence, how to get anyone, anywhere, and at any time to do business with you, ways to maintain authenticity and genuine service, and how this is all applied on social media as well. I'm super excited for you to listen to this episode. This was a really powerful one for me to listen to, and I think this is really going to make you think about the way that you're selling and, and working with buyers and sellers in your market a little bit differently, and it might even give you an edge above your competition. So without further ado, here's Shadi. Shadi, thank you so much for joining me today on the show. How are you? I am happy. That is an amazing response. And I'm loving that energy because I'm really happy too. And I'm really looking forward to our conversation. We were just chatting a little bit offline about your origin story. And I was like, stop, stop, stop. Let's just, let's put a pin in that. I actually want to get this on the recording. So why don't you, if you know, for those who are not yet familiar with your story, tell us a little bit about where you are today and kind of how you got there. 
You got it. How about we'll, we'll just start where I was to how I got here today. We'll, okay. we'll do it. So we'll give you guys a little bit of a resume. My name is Shadi Bazzi, and uh, I've been directly and indirectly in the real estate industry now for over 20 years. I uh, started selling real estate in 1996, I think, 1996, yeah, around the, the time my son was born in Dearborn, Michigan, which is a suburb of Detroit. Uh, did very good very quickly in that marketplace, and uh, I wanted to make a lot of money, and my average commission check was about $800, so I couldn't get to the $100,000 mark unless I sold over 100 homes, etc. And um, at that time, I was uh, getting into personal development and listening to audio programs, and uh, I went to... Um, I actually went to interview to become a buyer's agent somewhere before. Now I'm backing up a little bit. And the top producer in the marketplace pretty much said to me, uh, well, I think you're kind of like not ready right now, but here's an audio program. And he gave me a Mike Ferry Superstar Retreat audio program. And at that time, I was like delivering pizza and selling real estate at the same time and delivering pizza, you know, for 12, 13, 14 hours a day. What did I do? I burned through the audio program and I just memorized the heck out of the audio program, applied what was in the audio program. Um, my first listing was a for sale by owner and, uh, started doing very good, very quickly. And then I was like, I want to make a lot more money. So I was like, I need an education. I really never graduated from college or anything like that. So I decided to sell my house and move to Newport beach, California, where Mike Ferry is. And I went to work for the Mike Ferry organization where I really got my real education and uh, became the number one sales representative in that company very quickly. Got to the point to where before I left, I was running the internal one-on-one coaching department for the sales staff. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm around all these big thinkers, Stephanie. These guys are, I'm already at six figures now a year, but you know, these, these guys are making six figures a month. I want to make six figures in a month. What would that be like? So I went and uh, had a conversation with Mike and I said, uh, Mike, uh, I'm ready to resign. And he just looked at me and he said, resignation declined, uh, but here's a six-figure race for you to stay. So uh, I called up my dad uh, and I said, dad, I just got a six-figure raise. What should I do? He's like, you stay. You know what I mean? What would a dad say? Six-figure raise. So I stayed there uh, for not even 30 days, but every day during the 30 days, Stephanie, I felt like I was bought, like somebody bought me. Hmm. And I got the emotion of like, this guy sees something in you that you're not seeing in yourself. You need to discover what that is. So I went uh, directly into real estate here in Orange County and inside of the first 30 days because I had the right mindset and I had the right skill set. Took my first listing in the first 24 hours, put over $100,000 worth of deals together in my first 30 days. Don Ferry took notice of that. And uh, that's when he had split off with his dad and said, hey, come help me uh, in my company. Uh, and I uh, got to the point where I was the number one coach in that company, never had less than 140 one-on-one coaching clients. Uh, at that time, uh, trained uh, the coaches that were underneath that umbrella at that time, created uh, products underneath that umbrella, and uh, been on over 30,000 coaching calls ever since, and that's pretty much the quick resume. Oh my gosh, what a journey for you. So you basically know everything there is to know behind the business oh. of real estate. <laughs> Just about. It's always changing, right? <laughs> you know, what, what I love about, you know, my position right now is that, yeah, I learned from my experience, but I learned a lot through the experience of other people. Right. You know, having the opportunity to be on so many coaching calls, uh, you get to experience different people at different levels. And, you know, with time and, you know, a lot of study, um, 
and really having a clear understanding of human psychology, you'll know which buttons to push to bring out the best in people. So I'm forever grateful for all the training I've been through. Yeah, I love it. And and that's actually where I'd like to spend some time today with you is discussing and understanding what that looks like. So from the perspective of sales psychology, where can real estate agents really hone in on that skill? And you mentioned something before when you're sharing your journey of, you know, you wanted to make a lot of money, but in order to do that, you'd have to sell like X amount of homes. It was just unfeasible for you at the time. That to me feels like scale, right? How can we accomplish more by doing less? And I think that sales psychology has a lot to do with our effectiveness. And and it sounds like you agree. So um, where is your philosophy around that? And where are you spending time with that today with agents? Yeah, two, two things. Uh, you know, number one is uh, you got to have the right belief system. I mean, if you don't have the right belief system, it doesn't matter what I teach you. It's just not going to get you to where you want to get to as fast as you want to get to if you eventually get there. The second thing uh, is, you know, what a lot of people don't really understand in the real estate sales industry is they think they are a real estate agent. They are a real estate sales agent. They are a real estate sales professional. And the keyword is sales. Now, a lot of people have uh, a negative uh, association to the word selling because nobody wants to be sold and nobody wants to be, you know, a hard closer and all that good stuff. But that's not necessarily sales. It's you know, literally understanding the art of influence. How can I you know, best serve my clients. Number one, that's like, we, we always come from mm-hmm. contribution. And when you understand influence, it just makes everything so much simpler in the aspect of like, you already have a list of things you need to do that you almost never ever can get yourself to do it because of two things. Number one, you don't have the belief system. And number two, you're not effective at doing it. So uh, where I focus most on my clients is number one, waking up the giant that lives inside of them, getting them excited about the business, getting them excited about life, you know, like awakening that giant in them. The second thing is communication. Hmm. How to get people to do what you want them to do and have them think that it was their idea to begin with. That's the key. Not how to get people to do what you want them to do because you want them to do it. If it's right for them, how can we get them to do it and have them think that it was their idea for wanting to do it? Now, imagine this. When you accomplish that skill, what happens is you become way more confident. You have way more certainty. And all of a sudden, you're taking actions without even knowing that you're taking the action because that's just who you become. That's fascinating. So is this, how is this similar or different from something like Socratic selling where you're leading with a lot of questions and helping the, um, the client kind of come to their own conclusion? Is that kind of what we're doing here? Uh, that is kind of what we're doing because the art of asking questions is important. However, mm-hmm. we're getting a little bit more psychological with that because you can ask a question incorrectly and all of a sudden you're getting the wrong response. Okay. Really understanding your client. I mean, if you want to do what's best for your client, you really got to understand how does my client think? Mm-hmm. How do they process information? How do they make decisions? 
And and Stephanie, this is something that I, I'm willing to bet that nine out of ten people in this industry don't really understand, and that's why you know they are giving a script, and the script doesn't work for them, or they feel robotic, or they feel unauthentic, uh, etc. It's because they're really not understand uh, studying and understanding the psychology behind the scripts and dialogues. Yeah, I could not agree with that more. And you and I have talked about this in the past, where just understanding how important it is to know those wants, needs, and desires from the person on the other end of the phone, right? And doing that research to understand your ideal clients or your audience. So how do you approach that with those that you work with? So basically what a lot of people don't really understand is that your clients are already telling you everything anyways, you're just not listening. And listening is the foundation to all your powers of influence. You gotta know what to listen for and you gotta listen for what they're not even saying through their body language, through their tone of voice, you know, through their, their, their IQs, their gestures, their, you know, everything. Uh, can I just walk you guys through the, the sales process real quickly? So, Please. you know, have a better framework and all that good stuff. So I say that, that first of all, the sale, the sale, the listing agreement, the, the listing taken, the, the offer rent, all that stuff. It's got to take place in your mind before it can take place in the physical universe. So we always say step number one, it's to assume the sale. It's to assume the outcome. And I know there's somebody out there that's watching this or listening to this right now say, Shady, but I do that, but I don't create the outcome. And there's a reason for that because you're missing part two of step number one, and that's using assumptive language patterns. So you can't think you're going to set an appointment with a seller and say something along the line of like, Stephanie, should we get together? So there's already incongruency between what you are thinking and what you are believing and what is coming out of your mouth. So step number one, you got to assume the sale and use assumptive language patterns. Step number two, obviously, you got to build rapport. You got to build rapport. You got to learn the art and science of how do I connect with people? How do I get Stephanie to like me? How do I get Stephanie to respect me? How do I get Stephanie to trust me? Because if I can get you to like me, respect me, and trust me, then you're going to open up and share with me anything and everything that I want you to share with me so I can better understand you and help you make the right decision that's in your best interest. Mm -hmm. So step number two is building rapport. Step number three is the discovery process. This is what people like to call pre-qualifying. And, and Stephanie, people you know, do a good job with that because they pre-qualify for, you know, like they say motivation. What do they want? What do they need? Um, you know, what problems can I solve for this person? Uh, what is their time frame? Uh, people of authority, um, ability, financial ability, and, and that's good on the surface, but that's where most people stop. And why my clients are converting like 75, 80% of the appointments they go on and why they set so many more appointments is because we go a little bit further. What we want to do is we want to uncover of like, hey, how does Stephanie think? Because if I know how you think, I can impact your thinking. Hey, how does Stephanie make decisions? Because if I know how you make decisions, I could impact that decision in, in your favor and my favor. You know, how does Stephanie process information? So I can give you the information in a way that makes it a no-brainer for you. And when I do all of that, and I gathered all of that from you, then my presentation, everything that comes out of my mouth fits you perfectly. And all of a sudden, I don't even need to ask you to do business with me. You're like, uh, well, what's the next step? How do we do this? Mm-hmm. And this is in direct contrast to what a lot of agents do, which is they feel like they have something to prove. 
they feel like they're selling themselves instead of like the solution. And they come in with like numbers and stats of their own production and why they're all awesome and totally leave the client out of the conversation from A to Z. Right. And, and if, if I could say something about that, uh, Stephanie, it'd be this. It's like, you know, like if I'm specifically talking about the listing presentation here, because, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're a top listing agent company, uh, is that we're not talking about marketing. We're not talking about how we're going to market the property. Okay. Like, and then like, there's no objections. Like everybody's so focused on how do I handle the commission cutting objection? How do I, you know, handle the, I need to think it over objection. Well, why don't you focus on how can I give them exactly what they are wanting in the way that they want it. So those objections don't come up. Like we spend, you know, like 10% of the time working on objection handlers and 90% of the time on like, how do I show up in a way that eliminates all objections? And that's the psychology of selling. That's the art of influence. I love it. Okay. So we are getting to that point then, right? We've done the assumptive selling. We've understood and and gotten to the points where we're like at the table, we're making that happen. What does an agent need to do to really understand that client so that they can curate their, their presentation and, offer it in a way that is so centric on their needs where they're screaming like, yes, where do I sign? What yeah. is that missing piece? The, 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 missing, the missing piece is that you're not spending enough time, number one, you know, going through the discovery process and number two, changing their state and talking about their emotional state, their logical state, uh, their, state of, their state of being. You got to take, you got to take them, um, you know, mentally from like um, interviewing this agent to see if I want to do business with them to the mentality of like, I want to do business with that person. And the way that we do that, Stephanie, I'm going to give you four questions. Can I just be very specific here? Yes. I, I want to give your audience like the best of the best. So this is stuff that a lot of people pay money for. And, and four questions that should become part of like 90 plus percent of uh, your conversations are number one, Stephanie. Tell me what is important to you about blank. Fill in the blank. Tell me what is important to you about blank. Like what is important to you about buying a home? What is important to you about moving to the city? What is important to you about selling a home? And I'm willing to bet that a lot of people do ask that question, but that's where they stop. Mm-hmm. You got to unpack it further. Once they give you the response to that question, then you follow up with the question of like, and what will blank, whatever the answer was to question number one, what will blank do for you? What will blank do for you? Okay, and then they're going to tell you it will do A, B, or C. And then you follow up with the question of saying, and ultimately, what will that do? See, we're going even deeper. And once they give you the response to that question and you say, tell me more about that. Okay, Mm -hmm. see, they're telling you so much. And what you got to do in that moment is you got to be very active in your listening for the words and the cues that they are giving you. Are they describing a situation of moving away from pain or moving towards pleasure? Because at the end of the day, we make decisions based on emotion. And I want to know which is your primary emotion for making a decision. So if you are a move away from pain person, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to speak in a way that underneath the radar says and gets you to feel like if I don't work with Shaddy, it's going to equal more frustration, more anxiety, and more pain. Or if you're a pleasure-driven person, 
that I'm going to speak in a way that makes you feel that who I am is the person that's going to give you the pleasurable experience that you are wanting. Now, if you know that in your mind that I can give you that result, that outcome that you are wanting, do I need to ask for your business? No. Bingo. Yeah. Okay. I want you to say those questions one more time for those taking notes from the top. So what is important to you about fill in the blank? Okay. What will fill in the blank do for you? And ultimately, what will all of that do for you? And then tell me more about that. Okay. Okay. But now let's take it a step further. Okay. We're, we're going to take it a step further. Okay? Yeah, let's do it. You know, as human beings, we have the sense of taste, the sense of smell, the sense of hearing, this, you know, sense of, you know, sound and the sense of, you know, you know, visual and all that good stuff. Okay. Now in selling the three primary ones that we need to focus on is, uh, does my client need to see something Uh, or does my client need to hear something Uh, or does my client need to feel something like if I know what you respond to, what is your primary mode of processing information that I have to alter, shift, and change my way of being, my presentation to fit your modality. Mm -hmm. And if you're a visual person, then guess what? I got to say stuff along the line of like, can you see what I'm talking about? So almost giving them the cue to turn on the more visual learning part of their brain to process that information. Absolutely. And and it's very simple. And it's very simple to discover that. And I will, uh, again, I want to give you guys a lot of value to how to identify how that person does that. So when you're over the phone, the only thing you have is, you know, just the sound. So listen to their words. Are they using words that describe visuals? Are they using words that describe emotions? Or are they using words to describe, you know, sound and, you know, auditory methods? And that's your cue over the phone. Now, when you get together with them in person and and you want to confirm that, and as you're speaking to them and you're asking them a question, take a look at their eyes. Take a look at their eyes. Okay. So if I ask you a question and you look up, guess what you're doing? You're making pictures. Mm-hmm. Now, if I ask you a question and you look at me directly straight in the eyes, look at that, you're listening. If I ask you a question and you look down, you're looking at your heart, you're, you're, you're touching your emotions. So everybody is telling you who they really are. You just need to listen and you need to pay attention. And then it becomes all about them and not about you. And you can't serve anybody unless you make it all about them. It's Stephanie. Quick check-in. Does all this get you inspired to become the best version of yourself and grow an incredible business? If you're looking for a bit more help in growing your real estate business to achieve your unique vision, then we should talk. Go to the show notes and book a time with me to discuss your application to the Market Authority Academy. You can apply anytime and I'm taking enrollments from real estate agents right now and I cannot wait to hear how I can help you generate results that are going to blow your mind. Let's make this your year. Can't wait to chat. Now back to the show. You know, this is so gold. I'm so glad that you're going this in depth because this is already forcing me to just think about some of the more recent interactions I've had with consumers and I can see this in hindsight where there are ways that I could have picked up on this for sure. So and what I really love about this too 
is when I'm working with agents, a lot of them might be newer or they might be newer to this approach of selling and it's scary, right? Yeah. Especially the, the level of unknown. And what you're allowing agents to do is instead of go in and crush the sale, we're going in and just staying curious. And it's a lot easier to be curious because that helps you focus, just like you're saying on the clients, find ways to serve, ask more questions, go in deeper because that's how you build a relationship and a connection instead of going in, trying to get the hard sale and then inevitably having to overcome objection after objection because you never got to the point. Yeah, we, do, we don't do that. I'm not an advocate of, look, if, if I don't want my mother to be uncomfortable in a sales situation, then I'm not going to make anybody's mother uncomfortable in a sales situation. And the way that we, our philosophy is that we treat every single people the way we want people to treat our children when we are not present. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the only way to do that is to really let it be all about them. You know, my number one goal in any interaction of like, you know, how can I make someone feel good in my presence? How can I make someone feel good in my presence? And if I make them feel good, the chances are they're going to do business with me. And if I don't, then they're not going to do business with me. And I'm unattached either way. Okay, I remove the attachment because I know that everything's going to tip in my favor by just keeping the focus on making someone feel good in my presence. Yeah, I love that. So, so here's a question for you. This is the Market Authority Show. Well, I guess... Um, if you have any more to say on that, we should we should go further first. But then I have a question on how we're going to translate these skills to social media, because we talk a lot about marketing and social marketing. I think that any anywhere you're showing up, you can exhibit these skills. But I think that context is important. So this makes a lot of sense to me over the phone or across the table. Where can we start setting up that expectation of this type of selling on an on a platform where it's very single-sided like social media yeah so there's 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 two two aspects of doing this uh, whenever you're doing anything on social media or just let's just say di- any form of digital marketing Great. okay if it's if it's if it's one-on-one to an exchange of a direct message or an exchange of an email etc this is what we call like digital rapport like you gotta model their way of communicating with you because everyone they know communicates that way so, for example, if you are, you know, say you're sending me a message that says, how are you? But the R is just the letter R and the, the, the U is just the letter U. Then that tells me that that's how I need to speak to you. Okay, So that's a form of digital report. Now, whenever we're doing videos and we're writing like, you know, long form, you know, sales copy, et cetera. What we got to do is we got to incorporate all three because we don't know who is, you know, what, what modality that person is using. So we got to incorporate, you know, uh, visual, auditory, and, and kinesthetic. So the, a lot of people, like the majority of the population is very visual. That's why they'll be like, imagine this, imagine this, imagine this. But I'm a kinesthetic. I can't imagine anything. And I ain't feeling what you're talking about. You know what I mean? So this is where you got to change it say, you know, imagine once you do A, B, or C. And once you do that, it, it instinctively causes you to feel a specific way. Do you understand exactly? See, like, do you see like how I'm like combining yeah. all three different modalities? So that's the way that we do it in, in, uh, in social media and, and online marketing. If you watch any of my videos, uh, you'll see a great example of that. I'm trying to touch different people at different times and everyone can relate to it. 
Yeah. And I think that that's really the power of social media too, is it allows you to have that platform and make those connections day in and day out for a really long time, which is great because it allows you to nurture over that period of time, an audience of people who could transact with you when they're ready. Right. And you've already teed it up. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. I want to say something uh, about that, uh, Stephanie, is that you know, social media is not going to go away. Online marketing is not going to go away. If you don't know how to market, you got to learn how to, how to market. And at the same time, because you're putting in the effort and learning how to market and you're putting yourself out there, you're going to naturally get business from it. But if you want to magnify the amount of business that you get from it, then this is where you got to really become an expert at you know, human psychology and expert at, you know, communication, because lead generation is very easy. Lead conversion is the difficult part. Right, for sure. And that's kind of what we're talking about, right? Like, how can we do more business without worrying about generating more leads? And that's something that I got really obsessive about a couple of years ago, where it's like, I'm tired of always looking for the next contact and having to manage, like, at some point, you can only manage so many contacts and so many interactions. Like, but if you actually look at the numbers and if you're pulling the right numbers, if you're monitoring the metrics, it just takes very small shifts to your conversions across the pipeline, across that sales process between like contact to appointment, appointment to sign doc, right? To escrow and so on. There's so many different ways that you can adjust that. So where is this process going into those different steps of the sales funnel? Um, can you rephrase the question? So you did such a great job of explaining how we are approaching this at the table, right? Yeah. There are many other times that we have to get a yes from the client aside from just getting the listing, right? So like, is there a way that we can use these kinds of tactics to like generate more referrals, for example, or to um, get other connections in that way? Very, very, very good question. And I'm going to give you the answer in, in one of uh, a couple of different ways. And I think the primary way is, is this, okay? It's, it's really answering the question and really understanding, okay? How can I become the kind of person that everybody wants to work with? Mm. How can I become the kind of person that everybody wants to work with? Oh, I love that. Maybe there's people that you personally know, maybe on a business uh, level or, um, you know, on, on a personal level, and they are in a specific niche, a specific kind of business, and they don't need to ask you for a referral, do they? They don't. Yeah. Because you love their way of being, and you know that they can serve your clients at a very high level, that you will go out of your way trying to find them business to send their way. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing to bet that that person really did their homework on really identifying how can they become the kind of person that people want to work with, and people want to refer business to. So I will, I will leave it at this. This is your big homework assignment today. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, your homework assignment is this. How can I become the kind of person that people want to work with and refer business to? And now what I want you to do is wherever Stephanie is posting this, I want you to leave your response in the comments. And if I need to step in and you know, critique it and, and help you get it right, I'm going to do that, tag me in it, and I will make sure you're taken care of. I love that. I was really hoping that you'd have like an acronym. Like, can't you just give us an acronym to do it? <laughs> but it's really not about that. It's a lot. It's so personalized to your own skills and your own experience and where you're meeting the audience that you're trying to get in front of or that ideal clients 
And it's really what makes every individual unique in this industry. Like that's, what's going to set you apart. So my, while my knee jerk reaction is like, just give us a formula. It's never that simple. Is it? Well, you know, it's, it's, if I give you, if I give you a very specific formula, it's, it's like literally handing you a script and that script doesn't fit every single person. Like you said, every single person is unique in their own way. And I think what people are secretly craving more than anything else in the world right now is acceptance. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are craving, you know, attention. That's why they're doing the things that they do. That's a lot of times out of their character to get that attention. And and I think if you can touch people just on, you know, that emotional psychological level and they'll give you all their attention, they'll give you all the referrals and they'll give you everything. So how you are with person A doesn't necessarily mean that that's how you be with person B, et cetera. And, And to speak a little bit more about that, it's like, There are a lot of gurus out there, including myself, that have real estate, you know, scripts for every single scenario. What you got to understand is that script was written based on my personality and my selling style. And yes, it works 100% for me and those that it fits their personality and selling style. So if I give it to someone that is doesn't fit my personality and selling style, it's not going to work for them. And this is where the personalization aspect comes into play. And I'll tell you the framework, I've already given you guys the framework. If you've already done it, it's like, hey, listen and pay attention. They're telling you exactly who you need to be, how you should be, what you should say, what you should do, how you should act, how you should walk and everything else. And if you do that, then they're going to be like, wow, this person really gets me. Like Stephanie, you meet people. And then in a moment, you feel like you've known somebody forever. Mm-hmm. And then you meet some people. And in a moment, you're thinking to yourself, how can I get away from this person? As best as yeah, possible? 100%. <laughs> you know? And it's because the personalities, uh, you know, just don't match. Mm-hmm. And this is where you, in essence, authentically, keyword is authentically become a chameleon. And that's fine. It's okay. And it's so natural not to jive with different people, right? Like, or with other people. So I was working with an agent who she's, she's a newer agent. She's so amazing at what it is she does. She's going to be a rock star, but she had this interaction with a client that just did not feel right. You know, it just, she just got that gut check. We talk a lot about the gut check and she just did not have it with this individual, but it was a high, high dollar, you know, high volume listing. Like she really wanted the opportunity. So she had to weigh that out. And it's okay if it's not the right fit, you know, and, and what that allows you to do is you have to look at it and maybe you agree. I hope you do is, is you have to look at it as an opportunity to give yourself the space to find the people who are going to be the right fit, who you can create really exceptional experiences for. And that's what it's about. Yeah. So, you know, Stephanie, I will say it like this. You know, at the end of the day, it shouldn't be just about the opportunity. It should be about doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do. And you have to come from a place of knowing that you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea and not everybody's going to be your cup of tea. Therefore, that when you generate, you don't have to tolerate and you can just move on to putting your energy in everything else and and know that, you know, when you are presented with such an opportunity, you're really not competing with anyone because you have no competition. You know, and you're not even competing with yourself. All you're trying to do is say, can I serve this person? And if I can, then, yeah, do whatever it takes to get them to see that or feel that. Um, 
you know, or, or really understand that who you are is the best fit and whatever happens, happens, but you're not going to win them all the time. Mm-hmm. I love that. I can agree. But you that. will win more often when you apply these strategies. And it'll feel better. 100%. I think that this is the way the industry is going. I think this is a big shift. And it sounds like you are at the very forefront of this type of selling um, with, with a real focus on serving, right? Which is what it's all about. So I, I love that. It's all about, it's like, look, I mean, you know, Zig Ziglar said it best a long time ago. And his words were, if you help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want. And then, you know, uh, the old uh, model was ask and you shall receive. And now the new model is give and you shall receive, you know, be, be a giver, be the person that gives the value that that's how you become the go-to person. Like, you know, it's like when, when you do enough of that, especially now you have the power of marketing online and, and showing up as that giver every single day, you really don't have to ask for much. Mm-hmm. You really don't have to ask for much. So be a giver. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love it so much. You have provided so much value here in this short amount of time for those who can and should want to take it a step further with you, hear more about what you've got to offer. Where can they find you? Yeah, we'll make it uh, very simple. I think the best place to go to would be takemorelistingsnow.com. Love it. I mean, everybody wants more listings. So go to takemorelistingsnow.com. And then you can find me on social media, on YouTube. We have a lot of free material. There's nothing for sale anywhere online. You couldn't buy anything from me, even if you wanted to. So go grab the value there yourself for free. I love it. I I just want to acknowledge you for being such a... um contributor to the industry. You have so much knowledge, just a wealth of knowledge from your time in the industry. And I love how open you are to giving it to those of us who need it. Boots on the ground people just trying to do the work and serve their community. So I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for the opportunity. I I appreciate it. And uh, I'll throw that right back at you. I've, I've been watching your videos and following you online. And I'm like, Yes, this is the way. And it just complements each other so well. So you keep up the good work as well, too. I agree. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, Really, really appreciate it. And guys, definitely check out what Shadi's got online. I'll have everywhere to reach you in the show notes. Um, I'll make sure that it's all dialed in. So guys, check that out in the description. And I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to the marketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.